Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Welcome to Heels and Quad. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I'm Levi at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And today is our weekly Ring of Honor review. We'll be reviewing episode 327 from yesterday, which was Christmas. I don't know if we want to do a little recap on Christmas real quick. We hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Me and Tommy did, that's for sure. Yeah, I think I enjoyed Christmas a little too much. <laughs> well, your kids, I, you can probably tell the audience, but you, his kids got a lot of awesome, awesome wrestling toys. Santa Claus brought some awesome stuff. Santa Claus only brought them the instruments. Oh, really? I thought I thought Santa brought the ring and all that. No, that's from Daddy. Okay, well, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy got him some kick-ass gifts. The instruments were awesome, but the ring, dude, it's like ever since I was a child, it's been my dream to have a real scale ring. And like when the real scales started coming out, I was kind of getting to the age of not really playing with toys anymore. But I, yeah, my, my mom was here for Christmas, and I, we were telling the kids about my first ring was actually a cardboard box, and I had to draw the ropes on. <laughs> Dude, but I know what you're saying, though. I used to use, like, a milk crate. Yeah, I used a milk crate to keep them in. Yeah, oh, then, oh like, yeah. If I would go to my friend's house, I would take my shitty piece of cardboard that I'd turned into a WWF ring, and I'd have all my wrestlers in that. 
and then they'd have like the badass like jumbo fucking ring. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I'm poor. <laughs> I always had a uh, yeah. I had to do them. I keep them in milk crates, and I separated them. Like I had my raw crate and my SmackDown crate when it's when that happened. But and then now like it's at my mom's house back where you are. But it's uh, I have a Legends box with like all. You remember the uh, was it was it called like the Classic series? It was before. Yeah, it was uh, Jack's uh, classics, classic superstars. I have a whole tub of those, and then like two crates that are raw and SmackDown. But I, I just kind of put them together. But uh, yeah, man, I know what you're saying. I know the struggle. I never had a real scale. I wish I did. Yeah, it, it was real, and I, I still have. I've yet to get down on the floor and play with the real scale ring, but I, I'm sure I'll do it tonight, dude. You gotta probably while we'll. Probably while we're while we're watching SmackDown, that was a lot of wow, 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 wow. Yeah, you gotta you gotta set up a card, dude. You gotta set up a yeah. card for that. I'm a, thing. Yeah, I'm gonna teach them. And the and the the coolest thing they got, I didn't even get, but my uh, younger sister got it for them. Uh, were the Young Bucks Man. Rising Stars of Wrestling series? That's so awesome. The, the coolest thing about that is they come in like like resealable plastic. Oh, so really? When they're done with them, they can put their figures back in the plastic. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Then they won't yeah, get th- tossed in the shuffle. Thirty bucks a piece, but they're, they're worth it. Yeah, why are those ones so expensive? Is it, is it Ringside that makes those? Ringside collectibles? It's a figures toy company. They also do, like, the Batman, like, the retro Batman ones. And, oh, like, uh, the, like the real, like, detailed toys? Yeah, kind of. And then uh, they do uh, Kiss series, too. I was going to ask if they did the Kiss series because I figured yeah. you were familiar. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to buy those when those first came out. Yeah. But I was like, man, I can't spend 30 bucks a piece on action figures. Yeah. It's 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 tough, but I mean, like, you know, for the kids, obviously, it's worth it. But for myself, I, I just can't do it. I kind of still, like, at the age of 24, I want to get a real scale ring. and Like, I almost bought that Raw one at Toys R Us when I went. The Goldberg, it was at the Goldberg one. Yeah, just because I just I've never had. I want one. Fuck. Yeah. Well, when you come to my house next, you can play with this one and then make your final decision. Yeah, I'll do that. And I, I think I actually think Ringside Collectibles still has a sale going on right now. I, I looked s- today. Oh, um, okay. When I when I sent you that that screenshot of that Finn Balor that Tommy got for his birthday, or we'll get because it, it's going to be a day late. But today's my. Youngest son's fifth birthday, so happy birthday, little Tommy. Little Tommy. He's a little stud. Yeah. All right. And he also asked if his birthday party today could be a super party. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so awesome. I raised man. him right. Yeah. He's he's like, it, it's cool because he's, he's a mark for the Bucks, dude. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he loves, he loves the Bucks. We're marks for marks, though. That yeah, are... we're, I'm, a mark for, I'm a mark for little Tommy. I, yeah, I'm a Mark for Little Tommy. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I try I try to refer to him more as Baby Tommy because Little Tommy just sounds like I'm talking about my genitals. Yeah, Baby Tommy. I'm a Mark for Baby Tommy. Yeah. But when he's like, like in like 10 or 15 years, he's not Baby Tommy no more though. Oh, he's still going to be Baby Tommy to me. Yeah. Well, because he's your kid, obviously. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's quit talking about my kids and move on to ring Bonner. yeah all right uh so this is episode 327 this was filmed and i talked to tommy about this this one of my only things i'm not a fan of with this episode was that it was filmed on i believe uh november 12th so over a month ago and there's a lot of like i guess you could say plot hole type things in it because 
uh, first of all, like what you said, Cody doesn't have the, uh, it's supposed to be the, the episode. This is the episode after final battle or two weeks after final battle. I guess this is two weeks after final battle. Yeah, this is two weeks after. So final battle was Friday before this past. So, so Cody has, well, first of all, he, he doesn't have the blonde hair, like you said, and the announcers are, the commentators throughout the whole show keep going on about like during what happened during final battle and how everything was so great, but they can't give anything away. And if you notice every match, if there's somebody who's like a champion or like was a champion going into final battle, they don't come out with the belt. But I noticed at the end of the show, Cody walks away with the belt. Oh, did he? Yeah. If you, if you look back at the end of the show and he's walking away with Marty, he has the belt. But he's like, yeah. And he, so I didn't even notice that. I, I wouldn't have had I, if I would have turned it off because it was the end of the show, so I was just going to turn it off. But I noticed, yeah, he, was, he didn't have the belt throughout the whole thing, and then walking away, he had the belt. But, yeah, it was filmed so long ago that it was almost like the episode was, like, irrelevant to everything. And, you know, and that's what I mentioned to Levi during our, like, pre, pre-show, pre-episode recording uh, phone call. It was... I couldn't tell if it was because it was Christmas and maybe I just wasn't as into it because I was too busy watching my kids play with their toys and drinking ice cold gimmicks. Yeah. But uh, it just seemed like, like the cool, the coolest part was the, the debut of Simon Grimm. Yeah. And because the whole 10 man battle, like the whole, uh, we don't know who our partners are. We have to draw for, or pick, you know, the gift bags or whatever to reveal the partners. Um, I knew it was either going to end up being somebody from Bullet Club going to be on Dalton Castle's team, yeah, or they were going to like do a complete uh, dir, and it was going to end up being Cody and like the Young Bucks and Marty and like Hangman or whatever. Yeah, and I and after he like went during at the start of the show, Cody's you know he's advertising it and he's like opening presents and whatever. But throughout the show, they keep opening presents and he keeps getting pissed. And then the minute Dalton Castle, he opens that last one and he says, oh, this should be interesting. I knew right away, I was like, it's one of, it's one of the boys or it's the Bucks. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Hangman Page because I have his shirt on right now. Thanks to my fiance for stocking me up with some more Bullet Club stuff. And me for helping her remember what you had. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Tommy. <laughs> what you didn't have and what you needed. Um, yeah. yeah and we're, rip- we're ripping on Cody a little bit, but we're really not because I'm – wearing a American Nightmare shirt <laughs> yeah, that I got for Christmas from my brother-in-law. So shout out to my brother-in-law, AJ. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just kind of, I don't know, the show, it was just, it would have been a better show had it actually been uh, filmed after Final Battle. So that way it could like continue a storyline type thing. But this is filmed so far in advance that I feel like you really couldn't do much other than like a 10-man match like that. That was just, that was just, and when we get to that, I mean, I was telling you, it's just kind of like a big spot match. Like, everybody had a spot. Ten- I think they kind of planned it that way, maybe because it was Christmas. And it just wasn't going to. would air on Christmas, so they are like, ah, oh, let's just kind of throw up something together. Yeah. Yeah, you got a point. Because, and like we talked about, it, it was almost like a nod to the old WCW, like almost like a Saturday night. Because it was like. Well, I mean, there's a couple of guys that I care about in it, but it's almost like, yeah, I can tell this is like pre-taped. Which yeah. I mean, a lot. I mean, all Ring of Honors, you know, are pre-taped, and anybody who watches Ring of Honor and who's listening to this probably watches Ring of Honor, and they know it's pre-taped. 
weeks in advance because they usually when they do a TV, an international TV taping, like they say, it's you know it's obvious because they promote it on the they sh- on the show. They give you the dates. Yeah, it's... but I don't know. I mean, it, it is what it is. We we can't start turning our backs on Ring of Honor now, too. <laughs> no, and I'm not. And I'm not doing we're, that. We're not gonna have shit to talk about this thing. It'll just be guess. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not absolutely not doing that. I just, I just kind of, I don't know. It's just kind of odd that it was taped so far in advance. It was kind of difficult to get into. But like you said, it, it was the Christmas episode. And they probably knew like not as many viewers are gonna be watching because yeah, it's the Christmas episode. Most people aren't gonna tune in unless you're like us and we're like. Marks. Well, we got to do a review, and yeah. you know, who from the who, who from the Bullet Club is going to be on this one? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, anyways, yeah, so the, the opening match—I mean, there was two matches. There was a ten man, and then there was a tag match, which, like I mentioned, uh, the debut of Simon Grimm on Ring of Honor Television. And he's he's much bigger, dude. He looks bigger yeah. on uh, he, Ring of Honor. Not that like he changed sizes in between companies, but like you can tell his size in this better. Well, because not everybody, because, you know, New York's the land of the Giants, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as it was in the 80s and early 90s, obviously, but, I mean, it's still, for the most part, nobody's really under, like, 6'1". Yeah. Especially now with, like, Rey Mysterio gone. I mean, some of the cruiserweights are smaller, but you don't see them going up against somebody like when he was Simon Gotch. You didn't, I mean... You didn't see that because they were on SmackDown anyways. The Vaude Villains were so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's cool that he. It didn't take him long to find a new home. Has, has he made appearances in between? Do you know? Y- yeah, yeah, he did some indie stuff. I know he did some stuff uh, for Russell Pro, um, the former. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, for Russell Cade. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, in in Jersey, I know he did some stuff for them, and yeah, he. I mean, he's done. He's done some indie stuff. Um, I don't. I wonder if he's. I don't think he's done any podcasts. I haven't seen any. I was honestly on. the minute I seen him, I was thinking about messaging him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should. We should. We should try to reach out and see if he do it. He seems like he'd be a pretty cool guy. Yeah, and I'm glad. I, I like you said. I'm glad he made it. He's in Ring of Honor because I think that'll be a good spot for him, and he'll be able to do a lot. More of his talent, his you know, show more of his talent than the vaudevillain thing. Well, and I like that gimmick in NXT. It, it, I mean, yeah. it was over there, but as soon as they went to the main roster, yeah, it, like, it was over. It was like one or two weeks, and then it was like you could tell Vince just gave up on it. Yeah, it was. You know, I don't want to get into that because it's gonna just frustrate me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of which, before we move on in this, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I just finished listening to uh, Elias on Stone Cold's podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from last week. And, like, Stone Cold put it off for a couple weeks because he had my boys on there, Gallows and Anderson. Um, but he put it off for a couple weeks. Man, Elias is a cool, cool dude. Like, he just likes all the cool shit. Like yeah, he legit. He legit can play guitar, but it seems like he always plays like the same chords on TV. But well, I'm sure that's part le- of what they want him to do. He, yeah, he can legit play, and uh, yeah, it was a cool interview. Um, and then before that, the new one from today was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. No way! Awesome. Yeah, dude, check that was, out. That was awesome. Yeah, was I gotta cool. check that they, out. He told some cool stories. So, uh, where was Elias before WWE? He did. He did indie stuff. Well, I mean, I figured that. I didn't know if he was any any of the big 
Yeah, he talked about, um, I guess he went to some WWE tryouts down in, I guess then it was still FCW. Yeah. I think the tail end of that. And uh, he uh, he got turned down like four times. Ah, okay. Before he eventually got it. Um, and he also talked about that he was kind of like Dusty Rhodes' last uh, gimmick that he was trying to get to the main roster. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. And we, that kind of tied in. That's where I was going with that kind of tied into the whole Cody and hashtag vape gimmick. Hashtag vape gimmick. Kind of tied into Cody and Ring of Honor because of, you know, Dusty Rhodes. And Dust, Dusty was in Ring of Honor for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. He booked down there. Yeah. Um, I think he, he did some on-screen appearance stuff for them, too, I think. This dude I, this dude I work with, he's an older guy. He said, I guess he had caught Ring of Honor on TV before on like a local channel and he said yeah. something about he's seen old Jimmy Cornette and I was like damn this dude watched old school wrestling if he's calling him yeah. old Jimmy Cornette old Jimmy Cornette oh seen old Jimmy Cornette on there hey man you are <laughs> you still watching that you still doing that wrestling podcast down there man I'd so I was watching Ring of Honor television a couple of years ago I remember and I saw old Jimmy Cornette oh Jimmy Hey, I didn't know if you knew this or not, but old Jimmy cracked corn, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that because we live in Arkansas, so we can make fun of the accent. Yeah, we're around him all the time. Yeah. And I'm one especially of them. I'm just me, not that I, bad. Especially me. I'm down in the boonies of Arkansas. So yeah. <laughs> like, I, I walk into the gas station, because the town I live in, there's one gas station. And I'm literally looking at it from my porch right now. <laughs> <laughs> And the best part is, the best, the best part of it is, this is where my wife grew up. The house we live in is her grandparents' old house. Her grandpa built this with his own two hands, and I love it. Levi's been here; he loves it. Um, a lot of space, but the funniest thing is, like when I take my kids to school, and then I'll stop, at, like usually stop at the gas station, grab like a little Starbucks or something, and somebody will be like, "Oh, a Yankees fan." Like, I'll have my Yankees gear on, and they'll be like, oh, we're Yankees fan. So they're like, oh, like one of those people type things? Yeah. Oh, this is Cardinals country, boy. Yeah, like, oh, we're Cardinals fans. I'm well, like, don't wait. you know that you're four hours from St. Louis? That's I, I Man, that's my <laughs> point exactly. There's so many. That's just like all the Chiefs fans because we're yeah. close to them. Yeah, that's the closest team. They're like, and I nothing, against like either, n- nothing against either of those teams in my no, eyes, no, no, but no, no. like – well, that's another thing about this area is all the, the fucking Cowboys fans. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's not as bad as it used to be because I can tell everybody's kind of like, eh, you know, we can move on. I, I feel like there's a lot of bandwagon fans around here, though, because, I mean, there's not really a team. That's why uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks, if you ever hear about Arkansas, if you've never been to Arkansas, that's because this place, that's all they have to hang their hat on. It's Arkansas the Razorbacks, Razorbacks yeah. And Levi a, lives in the land of the Razorbacks. And as I my mean, wife yeah. pulls in from work, so you're going to hear some car noise here. Yeah, I do I do live in the land of the Razorbacks, and the, the Hog fans are I'm, – I'm a Hog fan, obviously, because I'm a, I'm a native Arkansan. But I uh, there are some people here that are die-hard Arkansas like, Razorbacks that's fans. All, that's all they care That's about. all they have. And I'm a, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan as far as NFL goes. And I don't know why, but I've just – they won – Fans, so I'm not a bandwagon fan just because they're 13 and two. This is the first year that they've done that good in a long time, so I don't want to hear it. But that is my team. You know, I don't think I've ever asked you that. How you became an Eagles fan? You know, I just I don't know why, but ever since I was a I was a little kid, man, it was like the Eagles was just my team. And then when they lost to the Patriots at the Super Bowl, that's when I was like, you know what? That's always going to be my team. I don't know why. 
I just like I liked him going in. I liked him back in like the McNabb days. And yeah, the dude before him, uh, Randall, Randall Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah. yeah, that was when I first seen it, and then Do you I was think like, it's because of that Disney movie that Tony Danza was in, the uh, Philadelphia Kicker, Garbage Picker, Philadelphia Phenomenon, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Oh, uh, he's lying. He probably has a special Blu-ray copy. <laughs> No, it's not why I'm a fan, man. I, I don't know. I just I've always I've always been an Eagles guy. It's weird, but I'm I'm number two. If I have to have a number two team, it's the Packers because my my mom's side of the family is like Wisconsin people. Oh, they like their cheese, do they? Oh yeah. So, anyways, let's, right, let's yeah, get let's on to this on. review. So the show opens. Cody's talking about presents, blah blah blah. Then it says what the match is going to be, and then it goes into the first the first out of two matches: the Dogs versus Simon Grimm and Flip Gordon. And Flip, it's paused. Flip Gordon, and uh, yeah, like we talked about the Simon's flip, debut. Flip flip, 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 flip. I thought it was gonna play that uh, little Flip song. I don't know that. It's some rap song from back in the day. But anyways, uh, yeah. So this match, uh, it was cool. Yeah, back and forth. Simon, Simon didn't do too many big things in it, but he definitely did more than he ever did in a WWE ring <laughs> in this match. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so this was that was his debut for sure, right? He didn't do anything before this. Uh, I didn't see him on anything. It was his TV debut. I don't know. I don't know if he was on the road, like maybe doing some little things here and there with them. But it was his TV with him. Yeah, it was. And, okay, and they mentioned that they said it was his TV debut. Oh, okay. They did. They said Lakeland, Florida, is the debut of Simon Grimm. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, that match. Uh, that match was good. It was a good opener tag and he, team match. And he took the pin too, which kind of sucked. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I was watching it, and I was going to ask you on here, do you think Flip, like, they're slowly but surely building him to be world champion, Ring of Honor world champ? I could do see you, that. At least TV th- champ. He'll get TV champ first. Yeah, I, I was just, I didn't know if you seen him as a future champion, because I do, because he's kind of, he's pretty good in ring. He is. And he's, especially he's the Bucks. The Bucks are, like, really getting his name out there. Well, they got him signed. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. they got him signed. That was that was one of their boys. They, I think, did they meet him at PWG? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Flip Golden. But anyways, yeah, it was, it was a good match. Um, I've noticed something about Ring of Honor. <laughs> I just didn't say it on our last two episodes, but they always have those crinkled ropes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their, oh their ropes God, are it so crinkly. <laughs> Because it's, it's it. that cable, man. They yeah. use like the WCW cable ropes. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're WCW, dude. They're like it, WCW. It drives me crazy. And it's always like by the ramp. It's always the ramp side rope. Yeah, that's yep, like... that side. And then there's – but I look, I was watching – it might have been this match, but somebody, one of the tag team partners was leaning on the rope, and he's like – the rope is like so – crooked and i'm like jesus somebody fix that shit before they roll camera please yeah anybody from uh, ring of honor listens to this please fix the ropes that's like one of my only gripes the dogs win uh via the present spot he pulls out the present hits him i don't remember if it was was it will that hit him with the present uh, and then Rhett hits uh, the pin yeah i didn't take notes and i watched it last night i believe you're correct I think that's what happened, but anyways, yeah, the dogs win that match. For some reason, yeah. Will Ferraro was in a uh, Rudolph costume the whole time. Yeah, and they kept making it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, after that, they do a big preview of Women of Honor. Uh, they were showing a bunch of stuff of like Kelly Klein, and uh, I seen a chair shot. I think it was Karen. Oh, what's her name? 
Karen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. hits. She hits. Uh, Diana or Kiana, Diana or Kiana. Yeah, I, see, that's she one hit. thing about Ring of Honor is like they never really seem to have it going with and, the women. What do you mean? Like they never show the women aren't prominently featured on Ring of Honor. So. Yeah, so I don't know, and I, that's why. I, forgive it's, me for not knowing their names. Yeah, for it's, sure, hard, but it's they, hard for me to remember. They don't their show name, them enough, except for Brandy, because we know her. Yeah, from, you know WWE, and because you know being Mrs. Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, so. but they, anyways, they they advertise. Yeah, they they said. Uh, well, the whole video package. I seen the chair shot. That was sweet, and it was to the head. To the back yeah. of the head, actually. Yeah. So, but they said in 2018 they will crown the first woman of honor champion. So I think that's pretty awesome. Do you think so they're gonna just... have Brandy win it? Uh, I don't know. I, I definitely see her making it pretty far, but I feel yeah. like they'll they'll put a more no disrespect to her, but maybe a more talented girl wrestler that's yeah, been around for a she's while. Still, she's still fairly she's still fairly green as far yeah. as wrestling. Because, I mean, I think she had a couple of matches in NXT before they really turned her into a commentator. Eden, Eden or, Styles, A ring announcer. She wasn't a commentator. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I see, I see one of the – I see one of the other ladies uh, taking the belt, being the first ever champion. It's going to be a pretty notable girl who's worked her ass off to get there. So yeah. not, that, not that Brandy hasn't, but like you said, she's pretty green, so I don't see her. <clears throat> being the first champion, but I do see her eventually being champion. Yeah, especially before they're done with Ring of Honor, because I, in all fairness, I see Cody coming back at some point. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. This this has definitely been his, you know, refresher, and he's he's getting a chance to make a name on his own. And he's done a pretty damn good job of it. Yeah, yeah. His, his, well, the Bullet Club helps. Well, yeah, but, I mean, his ring work even is... I mean, gotten I'm better. sure, you know, he couldn't do everything he wanted to do. So no. he's getting to showcase what his athleticism. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I think there was a few, there was a present unwrapping in between that somewhere, but then it, it just goes to the main event after that. It seemed like a pretty short one, but I guess the main event dragged on for a while. So yeah, they didn't show Cody's entrance, which was kind of weird, but I'm assuming maybe he came out with the belt and maybe that's why they didn't show it. Ah, uh, you know what? Maybe that is why. Or they cut it for time. Yeah. Um. So it was Cody. It ended up being Cody, Scorpio Sky, Josh the Goods Woods, uh, Chris <laughs> Saban, and Punishment Martinez. And yeah, Punishment Martinez. I guess it took me a minute to tell this match, but he's he's a really big dude. He is a big guy. Uh, it was them versus Dalton Castle, Silas Young, Hanson, Jonathan Gresham, and Marty Skrull. And Which like we Marty talked about was the uh the wild card, obviously the last to be chosen. Um you know, one th- real quick, you know how they used to do like they draw the numbers for the Royal Rumble and all that stuff? Yeah. Do you ever think there's anything actually written on any of that stuff? Because they never show it to the camera. Nah, I don't think so. I've Unless it's like a joke. That. Yeah. Somebody might like- put like a like a a uh, piece of paper with a genitalia drawn on it, or something, yeah, just to joke to, around. Yeah, like, rib somebody trying to get. Them yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can totally but, see like Pat Patterson doing that, like with the Royal Rumble stuff, like back in the day when they used to. But do that. you know, they don't really do that with the Rumble anymore either. I know, and I kind of wish they would, and I kind of wish they that was good and make yeah. it actually random. I think that'd, that'd be, be cool. Fun. 
That'd be anyways, cool. Anyways, just that was that was bothering me. I had to I had to mention that. Anyways, so on to the match. So the match, uh, five on five. It turned. It's everybody gets their one on one match out of this basically, and then they saved it for last because Cody Cody goes in the ring and eventually tags out. And I knew that it was eventually going to be Cody versus Marty, and it was the final of the the five people the five different uh singles matches they built out of it and the ring uh cody and marty was the last one but in between a lot of the guys i mean i don't know in order when it started but they all turned out pretty good all the one-on-one matches the punishment martinez and hansen was a was a battle of power obviously um i think silas was with scorpio sky maybe and but anyways yeah it was a good it was a good match at that point it was kind of just the beginning of the tag match going back and forth and then they did the Cody and Marty thing and then they kind of all started brawling because they wouldn't fight and so it turned it ended up going outside of the ring and then I think almost everybody got an over the ropes jumping out of the ring spot yeah I think I I think everybody did get it and then when uh Hanson dude he got up on the turnbuckle and jumped off that was pretty crazy because he's huge you know he is a humongous brute of a man <laughs> yeah and now they did that is official they signed with wwe right nxt uh, i don't know for i mean obviously we won't know for sure until they announce it if it's official because it's all hearsay yeah it's you know like people in the know talk about Oh, you read the dirt sheets online and blah blah blah. Yeah, of course we do. We're wrestling fans. What I mean, what else are we supposed to do? Be surprised? No yeah. thanks. I'm I'm not a child. I'm an adult. If I want something to be spoiled, now there are certain things that'll say spoiler alert, and I won't click it. Yeah. Like if it's a if it's going to be a big title change, or like somebody's returning, I usually don't want to know unless it's like right there. Yeah. Like if it's something I have to click to see what it is, I won't click it. Uh, but I can usually figure that stuff out, like we've talked about in the past. Like both of us can. Yeah, you can always see kind of where stories go in or whatever, and we kind of can tell when when somebody's returning. But anyways, yeah, there's that. there's a little telltale signs of that. Um, yeah, so everybody kind of got their over the jumping over the rope or jumping off the turnbuckle. There's a, there was a high flying spot from I'm pretty sure everybody. I don't think Silas did because he looks like he might be uh, older. I don't know if he is, but <laughs> anyways. Well, uh, well, maybe maybe he's got like some kind of nagging injury or something. Yeah, no, I was just being a heel there for a second. Yeah, uh, but I did. I think. Well, there goes Silas ever being on our show. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I was just I was just ribbing him. Uh, <laughs> it's his gimmick. Yeah, it's my gimmick. So I was. I think I don't remember if we said it on here yet, but I like I was saying was the commentary. It's they're like trying not to spoil the results of the show that hadn't. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. That hasn't happened yet in this recording, this taping. Because the Cody, you know, Cody not having the blonde hair. And then, I don't know, it was just kind of odd. It was just weird because it was taped so long ago that it was like, you know, you really couldn't do much with this episode other than a 10-man match. Yeah. So, uh, now I was going to ask you, but yeah, I mean, I guess overall the match was good. It was a good little 10-man match. It was better than any 10-man match you'd see from New York. Um, Dalton Castle gets the pin on... Uh, Scorpio Sky, I believe. He gets the pin on him. And, yeah, it was all great. And then Cody walks away with the belt. Now, I was looking at the schedule, and it doesn't look like there's a Ring of Honor pay-per-view until March. Yeah, they're a little more sporadic than, uh, you know, other promotions. Others. Um, The 16th anniversary show is March 9th. 2018. That's the one that's always in Vegas, right? Yeah, and then Supercard of Honor 12, this is ironic, it's in New Orleans, Louisiana on April 7th. Yeah, they always do that the night before Mania. That's, because, I mean, all those smaller promotions go to the spot of where WrestleMania is, because they're going to get a crowd. Because everybody's there for the the weekend, at least the weekend, if not the whole week. And they do the access thing, and then they have WrestleCade and FanFest and yeah. Legends something, and then they'll have panels and shit, kind of like a Comic-Con or whatever. And then, you know, and then usually Ring of Honor does is the last big show before Mania. Okay. And, like, this year, you know, Bruce Pritchard will be down there and do a show. I'm sure Tony Schiavone will have his show down there, too. And we will also have our show from WrestleMania, even though Levi and myself won't be there, but Robert will be there, so... We're gonna we're gonna use him as a as a WrestleMania plug. Yeah, he's he's our he's our correspondent on the streets down in New Orleans WrestleMania weekend. Um, sadly, he's not going to anything else. Which I just man, if I was going to Mania, I'd have like, to go big, have dude. To, I'd have to do the whole thing. Yeah. I gotta do access. I gotta go to the Hall of Fame. I gotta go to NXT. Yeah, like I'd have to if it's the works or nothing for me. So. Um, I told him to try to just sneak into access. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you can. And like, call I'm sure us it's super secure. Like, hey, he's like, "Hey, I'm standing right by, uh, you know, whoever. You want me to get him? Yeah, just get him to like plug the show, and <laughs> I can be on, in the Man, intro too. That'd be awesome. That's what I told him to do, and that's what I'm going to try to do. Uh, and not this coming weekend because that's New Year's, but next Sunday. Uh, we're going. I'm taking my kids, me and my wife, and one of our kids' friends. We're all going to go to West Plains and go to a house show. Oh, yeah, that is the 10th? 7th, I believe. Oh, 7th, yeah, excuse me. Yeah. No, I was looking yeah, at the December it's a, calendar. It's a week from Sunday, and Sunday's the 31st, so yeah, the 7th. Um, we're going we're gonna to stand out there with all the rest of the marks and try to see some wrestlers. I, I still don't if know I, if I, – I don't, ha- I don't have tickets yet for it, but I'll still try to make it. I'm yeah, try. I don't have my tickets yet either. I'm waiting until this weekend, but I'm going to probably buy them Friday or Saturday night. Um. So we may, we may, I, or may, looked, not, may, may or may not be together there. I don't know. I looked, and there's tons of seats left. 
and I've been in the West Plains Civic Center long ago, and I saw WCW there. Yeah. You had a bad seat in the house. I mean, you could literally sit in the last row, and you could see everything. So it's a small building. Um, but I'm going to try to wait outside with the rest of the marks, like I said. And <laughs> the rest of the marks. <laughs> and get somebody, get somebody to plug our show, and I'll record it <laughs> so we can use it on our intro. I know Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt will be there, so I'm assuming they're going to have a It's match. a Raw show? It is a Raw show. Okay, cool. And unfortunately, I found out like a couple of weeks later, uh, SmackDown's going to be in Little Rock. Yeah, didn't see that. Oh, man, I want to go to that so bad because Little Tommy is a mark, or Baby Tommy. Baby Tommy is a huge mark for AJ Styles. Is it a show? It's a a, uh, live, right? It might be a house show. I forget the date. Okay. Um, But I was kind of pissed because we've never got to see, me and Baby Tommy have never seen AJ Styles live, so kind of pissed that we don't get to go to that but little rock's a fine town so yeah that's that's the big city of arkansas next to (laughs) next to fayetteville where i'm at yeah Uh, so we'll see maybe we'll go um but just kind of in closing this is going to be a short one because like we said there wasn't really much going on on ring of honor tv this week and then the which i'm like same with the new japan is still kind of there's nothing going on right now yeah it's it's christmas season here and they know it so they're not going to push too hard um, and I'm fine with that. I get it. You know, whatever. They're not going to get the the ratings they want. And so sure why use the good this, stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this episode probably won't do well for us either because people know. Oh, well, they're doing you know three. What was it? Three twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah, this is on three twenty seven. Yeah, we no need to listen to that. There's nothing to review, and they're right. Most of this was just us going back and forth and shooting the shit. But tomorrow we will have the In Your House Degeneration X review as well as a Raw and SmackDown review. Yes, and it, hopefully we can get three in tomorrow and do our top ten. And if not, oh, true, yes, we might push the Raw and SmackDown back and do the top ten. Yeah, top ten for sure. In lieu of Raw and SmackDown. But we haven't done a classic review in a while, so we need to get that. Yeah, In Your House DX and top ten for sure tomorrow. And then Raw and SmackDown might get pushed back. That so in good. your house, in your house, DX in the morning probably. Yeah. And then top ten later on the afternoon slash evening, whenever we can get it done. Yes, sir. Um, we all but, need that. Yeah. So make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. I'm at Levi D Zindel on Twitter. The show at Heels and Quads on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Heels and Quads. Heels and Quads at Gmail. If you have any questions or thoughts. We are now officially on iTunes. Thank God. Jeez. It's finally here. It took us a month, but we got it on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it was like our Christ- Christmas present from iTunes. Yeah, Isn't that it was what like I said? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Apple. Finally. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play because Google Play was on board first, so we got to give them a shout out, even though me and Levi and now Robert are all iPhone users. But let's oh, give a I was shout wondering what was up with our group messages now. Yeah, he got a new phone. Just, so, just yeah, for the show, he got an iPhone. I, I, I'm kind of thinking that's what it was. <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> legit pop right there. Yeah, that's a legit pop. <laughs> no cheap on that. Um, but yeah, go, <laughs> go to our Twitter page. Uh, read all of our tweets. Retweet our tweets. Like our tweets. It, <laughs> if you like the show, make sure you retweet. That's the only way we can get out there. And the only way we'll keep doing this is if we keep getting further along. 
Um, make sure you uh, follow Sabotage Wrestling at Sabotage Women on Twitter. Another shout out also, to them for the shirts, by the way. They sent us t-shirts, by the way, which is awesome. By the way. Uh, and we've been promoting that show for a while. Hein Young was on. She's going to be on that show. Phoebe's going to be on that show. Thunder Rosa's coming up on the 7th. Uh, still haven't heard anything from our other one, but with the holiday, obviously I didn't expect an email. Um, then Baby D and Angel Blue on the 14th. So, yeah, go to Twitter. Follow all of them on Twitter. You'll find their handles on our Twitter page. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Please. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.